Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is Minister Ginger London. Uh, I am so excited to be uh, on the air. I've been off air for uh, a month or so. I had a mother who had surgery and so been taking care of my mom. And so now we're getting back into the flow of doing some more radio shows here on Blog Talk Radio. And so we're into the holiday season. And so I thought it was best to start off with how to deal with stress um, of the holiday season. And so we're going to start that off and then we're going to follow behind that with a series for uh, being single and strong and how to um, uh, be stress-free and be strong as a single uh, during the holiday season this year. And so let's open up with a word of prayer and we're going to get right into um, the teaching for today. And today again is dealing with, with the stre- the holiday stress. There is a scripture um, in Psalms chapter 9, verse 9, that says, The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed and a refuge in a time of trouble. And then on John four, in John chapter 14, verse 27, it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let your heart, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And, of course, a lot of times during the holiday season, people get stressed out for a number of reasons, don't have enough money to buy all the gifts they want to buy, or um, the family uh, relationship is not as strong as it should be, or there's some tension somewhere in their life, or maybe a crisis has hit, um, and that crisis or that situation needs to be dealt with and so it's primary right now in life and not so much the holidays and the gift giving and the gift buying and the parties and the dinners and all the social events that people go to um in the holiday season and then sometimes people are just financially strapped and they can't do all those things and they feel pressured to do those things and they end up either uh overcharging on credit cards and those types of things or taking out loans trying to you know, do the thing, do things that they normally do, but just can't afford to do at this time, or just want to do because they've been seeing other people do it. So they put themselves into situations that are unhealthy at the time. So let's open up with a word of prayer and get right into um, the teaching. Father, we thank you on today. We honor you. We love you. We bless your name, O oh God, because you truly are the God of peace. And your word tells us, Father, that if we keep our minds stayed on you, that you will put us in perfect peace, uh, Father. And we know that that perfect peace is a matured peace, a peace that will keep us from panicking, a peace that keeps us from becoming frantic or um, full of anxiety, but a peace that will just uh, keep us in a comfort zone where we know, Father God, 
God, that you're in control no matter how our holidays may go at the time. And so we thank you right now for that. We honor you, O oh God. We bless your name, and we know, Father, that you're going to keep us in that uh, perfect peace. And so, amen, in the name of Jesus, amen. So today we're talking about um, dealing with the dealing with the stress of the holidays or dealing with holiday stress. And sometimes holiday stress um, is stress that people bring on themselves because they're trying to do way too much for the holidays or they're going beyond their means for the holiday. And so you put the added pressure on yourself, and that pressure turns into stress. And then the stress causes anxiety, it causes uh, panic attacks, it causes you to uh, not even sometimes even go into a state of depression where you can't even function during the holidays. So stress is not good when it comes to trying to um, uh, match a certain criteria or all the commercialism that goes into the holiday season that we like we see it here um, in America. Sometimes we put that stress on ourselves and it's just too much. To, uh, to bear. And so today during this program, I just want to give you some real simple, practical steps that you can do. Uh, you can de-stress yourself before the holidays really kick in, or you can use these through uh, these steps throughout the holidays when um, you feel that the, the the pinch of that stress coming on, you can do these things to help you relieve that stress to bring some control back into uh, your life. Because when you get stressed out, you're going to feel like you've lost control. And when you feel like you've lost control, then you come out swinging doing just about anything. Or you cave in and you, you give up and you don't do anything. So it's it's one or two extremes. And so we want to keep you at a place where you're balanced in your life so that you can be relaxed this holiday season, so you can uh, be uh, stress-free. And if there's any unexpected uh, crisis situation or stress that comes up, you have enough fortitude on the inside of you to be able to master this stress that may come up during the holiday season. And so I'm going to give you a scripture uh, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 13. And um, this is, scripture is talking about when people are really anxious. It says, I am the Lord. That's God talking to you. Your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. A lot of times stress comes on in the holidays because people feel like they don't have enough means to do what they think is required during the holiday seasons. I don't have enough money to buy all the gifts I want to buy. I don't have enough money to cook the kind of dinner I want to cook. I don't have enough money to uh, go to the type of events I want to go to, to be able to buy the clothes that I want to um, buy to attend the social events I want to attend. And so you feel like there's no help for you, and so you become stressed out. And God is saying to you through Isaiah 41, 13, that he's going to help you. Do not fear. A lot of stress and pressure people bring on themselves because you're looking at it with your natural eye and you're trying to function uh, in a, from a spiritual perspective with a natural view. And so when you're doing that, it's more stressful than it should be. Because when God is in control of your life, you can enjoy the holidays according to his will for your life. You'll be able to function the way God wants you to function. And so uh, there's another scripture that I'm going to give to you. We'll get into the principles. Exodus 33, verse 14 says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And that's God talking to you. God, the holiday season coming up, Christmas coming up. I don't know what I'm going to do. I got five kids. I don't have enough money to buy them all the presents I want to buy them. Or I don't the tight or 
the type of presence I want to get or this particular game that I want to get them. I don't have it. Uh, God, I don't know what I'm what what I'm going to do. Or you know, hey, my wife or my spouse is uh, asking me for this elaborate gift. It costs a lot of money. I just we just can't afford it right now. And so you just don't know what you're going to do. So now you're getting stressed out. God is saying, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Sometimes you just have to say, I can't do that this year. And you have to let the rest of the peace of God and the rest of God reside in your spirit. And you have to be comfortable with that decision when you say, I can't do that this year. I can't go to all these parties this year. I can't buy all these elaborate gifts this year. I can do something for my family, but I may not necessarily be able to do everything on the on the level that I want to do it, but I am able to do it here. So let me not stress out. Let me just say I can't do that this year. And do what I can so that people that I love will enjoy my presence when I'm with them during the holiday season. Because when you are stressed out and you start going to family functions and you start going even to office events and you go to social events, maybe even to just a simple uh, Christmas parade in your city or, or your town might be a Christmas parade. And when you all stressed out, you know what happens? The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You could be at the Christmas parade and somebody standing next to you who has no idea who you are. And all of a sudden, all of the stresses of your life start coming out. And you start complaining about how high st- uh, things are too high. I can't even get what I want to get. And you just complain, complain. So you don't even enjoy the evening. Can't enjoy the parade. They can't tune you out till the band comes uh, marching by. But so you bring all of your stresses with you no matter where you go. So you need the rest of God residing in your spirit so that when you're around family members, coworkers, and friends, you could be a spirit of peace that's coming into their presence and not a spirit of stress. That's coming because eventually they're going to there'll be an event they're not going to tell you about because at the holiday season, everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to be full of joy. Everybody wants to be exuberant. Nobody really wants to be weighed down. There are some things that do occur in life that are beyond your control that could damper it a little bit, but you shouldn't go into it pre-dampered, you know, where you where you have uh, conditioned yourself. Uh, to be stressed out before it before it even gets here, and so you need um, Exodus uh, chapter thirty three verse fourteen. My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And that's God talking to you about. Don't be anxious. Don't uh, panic about anything because God is right there with you to give you rest. So let's look at some simple, simple, basic strategies that you can do. Um, to de-stress or to strengthen your inner man so that you don't have to be stressed out this year for the holiday season. Um, number And most of these, if not all of these strategies, you've already heard before. So I'm just going to encourage you to put them into practice. Some of them you already do, but you never, you, you do it when it's, the stress is actually happening. But we don't think about doing these um strategies prior to a stressful situation, you know, so that we can become stronger and more balanced in our lives, we usually do these things when we're actually um, in the middle or in the midst of stress. The first one is breathe deeply. You know, sometimes you get stressed out and you say, let me take a deep breath. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me take a deep breath and get my thoughts together. And you breathe in and then you breathe out, right? You need to practice that, you know, consistently throughout your life. You know, it's just good anyway because when you go to the doctor, you know, when they're checking you out, they say take a deep breath in and then they say let it out. And that's how they can determine if everything's going. One of the many ways, if everything is okay on the inside. 
you know. So taking a deep breath is something that you need to do on a routine basis. Now, I'm not talking becoming a fanatic with it where you're walking up and down the hallway just breathing in and breathing out. I'm talking when you realize that you've been dealing with a lot, um, just take a moment and stop and just br- take a deep breath. Just do some deep breathing or breathe deeply, you know, and you can do it. The, the practice is this. You do it that you breathe in and you hold it for five seconds. And then you uh then you let it go and then you exhale it. And then, you know, they say, Hey, you know, you could do this like if you're really trying to condition your body, you want to do this ten times um uh, uh within a one hour period. Now that's gonna take some concentration, you know, uh for in order for you to do it, or you can do it uh instead of one hour period, or you can do it consistently about four or five times when you're doing it at that moment. So let's do it right now. Everybody that's listening, if you're in the chat room, everybody breathe in and hold it for five seconds. Breathe in. Breathe out. Exhale. And, I mean, if you're honest with yourself, you have to honestly say that it does feel different. You you feel differently when you do that. When you take that deep breath in and you breathe, you exhale and you let it go, it's just like you're releasing something. You know, even if you didn't realize that you may be a little tense or you may have been a little heavy on the inside of your spirit, just when you do this breathing exercise and you you breathe in, you hold it, and then you release it, it's like something else goes right out with the breath that goes out. And that's like a lightning off of your, that, that, you know, like something gets lifted and you feel lighter, you feel better, you know. Um, And so try try those periodically throughout the day. You know, or if you're in a stressful situation and you can step away to another office or maybe take a quick run to the bathroom or something and just go in and do those breathing exercises right quick because you want to be stress-free, not just for the holidays. You want to you want to be a stress-free person, period. You want God to make you a person of peace. And a person of peace is someone who can encounter stress and encounter problems and still come out victorious. But when you're full of panicky and panic and anxiety and full of stress, things are coming to your life, and you'll just you'll do everything but uh, but uh, drop dead. I mean, you sweat. You got bullets of sweat coming off your forehead. You can't think straight. Your your uh, words start to you start rambling and not making any sense. No, you don't want to be like that. You want to be a person of peace. And so even for the holidays, if you can't do everything you want to do, you still want to be a person of peace. You want people to smile when you walk through the door coming into an event. Whether you come empty-handed or if your arms are full of things, you want them to smile just because of your presence. You want them to, to love your presence, being around your presence. So the first strategy is to breathe deeply. Remember, try it. Five, breathe in five seconds, release it, exhale, do it periodically throughout the day. Um, and if you can, at some point, do it like five or six times while you're sitting, maybe just watching a TV show or, you know, just in a moment of quietness, do those exercises about five times, six times straight and watch how lighter you're going to feel um, and how easy it is. And then the second one is take a walk. You know, we walk a lot, you know, we walk around in the mall, we walk around on our jobs, we walk through the house, you know, that kind of thing. But that's not the same thing as taking a walk. That's not the same thing as going outside, saying, I'm going to just take a few minutes to myself, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to walk to the end of the, the neighborhood street here, and then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to walk the other way uh, to the other end, you know, so take a walk. And when you're taking that walk, practice those breathing techniques that that we just did, you know, 
Focus on your breathing. Walk around. Look at your surroundings. Praise God for all of his creation. You know, just let your mind be relaxed. Don't let it be overburdened with any thoughts. Just take a cool, brisk walk. I'm just doing this for myself. I'm just easing the stress, de-stressing myself so that I can be focused. And I'm just going to enjoy the outdoors. I'm going to enjoy um, the flowers. Or, the, or, uh, or if you're in a neighborhood with beautiful homes, you can walk through your neighborhood and you can just admire and uh, people's homes, the the outer structure of it, you know, or maybe they have beautiful uh, uh, flower beds or gardens uh, in their uh, in their yards, and you can just walk and just and enjoy that. So whenever you're feeling stressed, just take a walk. Do something simple. These are simple strategies, but you can put these strategies in place, and it will really lighten the load in your life. You know, sometimes you have to actually de-stress to actually pull your thoughts together so you'll know how to handle situations or, or handle seasons of your life. And right now we're coming up on the holiday season, so that is a season of life. And so you want to de-stress. So just take a walk and empty out everything and just enjoy God's creation. So that's the second one. And then the third one, which a lot of us like to do and most of us don't like to do, get some exercise. You know, exercise your body. You know, uh, you can feel sluggish sometimes when you don't exercise your body. You just get up every day, go to work, come home, uh, run to the store, come home, go shopping, come home. But no real focus of exercise where, you know, all of that is um, mobility and uh, things that we're doing where we're actually using our limbs. But that is not the same thing as focused exercise. That's not the same thing as me putting on a 30-minute cardio video in my home and and actually working my body out for 30 minutes straight without any interruptions. Or if you're part of a health club, you know, go to the health club. Put it on the schedule. Get over there. Exercise your body. Go in there for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it takes for your ex- exercise routine. But you want to exercise your body. And so, you know, any time of the day is a good time to exercise your body. A lot of people do it early in the morning before they go to work. Some people do it in the morning they're housewives they, or they work later shifts. That when everybody's gone for the morning, then they put on their exercise clothes and they exercise. You know, um, some people actually, like I said, they jump in the car and they go to a health club where they have a membership and they do it. Some people go to work first, get off at 4 or 5 o'clock. They go to the health club or to the gym and they exercise at 5 o'clock. Some people wait. Until they get home and they get everything situated. And it's 7 or 8 o'clock before they're doing their exercise. The key is to get some exercise in. Exercise your body. Um, you know, you want to exercise your body. So um, so it's like another part of relieving. Because, you know, when you exercise, you know, we always say when we go and we get on the treadmill, we do all those things, and then we shower and we start putting on that good perfume and cologne and all that stuff, on, we feel better. Because we've done something, we've made an investment in ourselves, and that investment is I'm going to exercise my body, I'm going to take care of my body. And a part of exercising, when you're doing those exercises, you're, you're relieving yourself of that stress. You know, now there's some exercise like punching the the, the, uh, the punching bag or whatever they call it in boxing. You know, you can stress, do that exercise to get the stress out. But in a normal routine, exercise routine, you're relieving your body of stress and you're taking care of your body. So the first one was to breathe deeply. Number two, take a walk. And number three is get some exercise. And then um, the fourth one, number four, is sit outside. How many of us, you know, uh, we don't do that. I know when I was growing up, we did a little bit more in those days than people do now. But if you're at home, you know, and you everything is taken care of and you just try to figure out what you want to do, 
go sit outside on your steps or if you have a porch, go sit outside on the porch. Just go sit outside, get some fresh air. If it's not too hot, you know, we I live in Louisiana, so some Baton Rouge, Louisiana, so it can be a little hot and humid sometimes. But on one of those cool, brisk days, especially now, we don't get as cold as some people, but sometimes we have really nice, cool uh, breeze days. Those are the days when you can go sit outside. If you have a tablet, you can play games, or if you have games on your smartphone, or you know, um, invite one of your friends over to have a cup of coffee or tea or drink a soda with you and play uh, some board games or something. But sit outside and just, again, enjoy the creation. Take Breathe a little bit. Allow the fresh air to uh, rejuvenate you, revitalize you. You know, just sit outside. Just the other day I walked outside and it was really cool. It was brisky. And I was like, this would be a good time just to sit outside, just to sit out here and do nothing, just sit. And just enjoy the cool breeze that was coming. And, of course, I kept walking to the car, jumped in the car, went to the store, and forgot all about sitting outside. And so, you know, if it's, it's one of those days, and if you're somebody like myself who has a planner and, you, uh, and you're keeping track of what you're doing through the day, and if you go outside and it's one of those days it's a cool breeze or it's comfortable to be outside, then take a, pen, a pencil or a pen and go, and go um, put on the calendar, sit outside for 30 to 45 minutes. Put it on the calendar. Schedule it. And so when it's time to do it, go do it. So you won't forget to do it. Okay. And then the fifth one is take a day off. A lot of people don't like to do that, you know, and they use it. They say, oh, this bad economy. You know, I can't afford to take a day off. Most people on their jobs have vacation time, sick time, and all that kind of stuff, you know. But if you're at a place where everything is feeling, you're feeling bombarded and overweight, overwhelmed and it feels like a heavy weight on you uh the stresses of your life and or if you're someone who automatically becomes depressed uh because of the holidays you're going into the holidays and because it is the holidays you automatically go into a state of depression because that's what because that's what the holidays do for you because maybe you had a bad experience during the holidays or maybe you're single not dating or maybe you got you know you're divorced uh, you got divorced around the holidays at some point in your life, you know, or maybe you, uh, there was a death of a loved one around the holidays, and it's just been a real struggle for you. And so when the holidays uh, approach, you automatically go into a state of depression. Well, then you want to take a day off. You know, you want to find time to take a day off, take a break in there, you know, um, uh, it's it's important that you take that day off um, because you don't want to get to the place where the where you enter into the holidays and you're just brooding uh, about things and you're or uh, you're sitting around and you're um, just full of uh, uh, anger maybe or um, self pity you know and doubt and all those kinds of things. Take a day off, de stress, detox, you know, deal with the, whatever that issue is for you. Find a way to do something that on for. Um, do something uh, of fun on that particular day. Get people around you who know about your situation, who can encourage you to do fun things and to do things that will help you not be depressed, but help you become excited. You got, you know, two are better than one. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says two are better than one. That when one falls, the other one is strong enough to pick him up. So you need somebody around you on that day. Don't take a day off and then sit in the house in the dark. That's defeating the purpose. Take a day off and invite somebody who loves you and who supports you and who knows what's going on with you to come around you on that day and do fun things. Do, I mean, just do fun. It could be something silly and fun. Like, you know, I'm I'm kind of like a 
silly girl. You know, my one of my fun days would be like going to the whole food market and then walking around on the day they have all the samples out there and just walk through and taste all the different things that they sell in there. I get I just get excited about that. I don't know why that is. But so do something fun. It doesn't have to be a lot of money, but you do need somebody with you to do it because you don't want to be you don't want to take the day off and then see if 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 this is for someone who becomes stressed during the holidays or uh you are depression prone, you want somebody around you on that day. If that's not you and you just need a breather, and you're taking a day off just to do nothing, just so that you can de-stress and gear up and go back in there again on the job and get ready for the holidays. Then take that day off and, hey, sit on the sofa, watch movies. You know, um, don't do anything that's going to stress you out or wear you out. Just enjoy the day. Just enjoy the day of being maybe by yourself. You know, everybody's gone. They're off to work. They're off to school. You know, I have this day to myself. Get you some movies. Get your favorite food. Uh, that you like to eat uh, at lunchtime. You might want to leave the house and go get your bite to eat, come back, you know. But just do something fun for yourself on that day. All right, so take a day off. And number six is read. Find something uh, that you like to read. You know, uh, maybe it's a, a novel of some kind. You know, ask somebody, one of your friends, if they can recommend a good book for you. So if you think that, you know, hey, it's going to be stressful this holiday, hey, there are going to be a number of holiday novels that are going to be on the forefront of everybody's um, rap stand in their stores who sell books, whether you're in Walmart, Target, uh, if you're in Books a Million, Barnes & Noble, any of those type bookstores or stores that sell books, if you look, they're going to bring all of those Christmas Christmas novels to the to the front end of the cap end. And so if you're somebody who likes to read and you just want to experience um, really um, a Christmas, uh, an adventure outside of what you normally do, then find a, ask someone to recommend to you a good Christmas novel or Google it and find out what's the top, what is the, what's on reviews, what's the top Christmas novel this year and invest in it and then read it and enjoy it. And then let that be a part of your Christmas or holiday journey. You know, hey, I read a really good novel that you guys should read. It was really great. You know, don't read anything depressing. Read something that's going to be exciting, It's going to be uplifting, you know, that's going to help carry you through uh, the holidays. It's going to give you some momentum. It's going to rejuvenate your spirit. You know, it's going to change your conversation. You know, it's going to have you to, uh, it's going to afford you an opportunity to have a different outlook on the holiday season this year than you normally would have. And so find a good novel to read. Um, listen to music. Uh, almost all of us like music, you know, and there was, um, if I find the scripture before we get off the air, I'll give it to you. Um, uh, when tormenting spirits came in, then guess what? David came and he prayed, the, he played the harp for the, for the king and it drove, uh, the spirit away, those tormenting spirits away. So music can do a great wonder for your life. So listen to music. And again, if you're in a situation and, you know, I'm not, doing a plug here for any particular store, but if you're on a budget, you can go in, and most cities now have the Dollar Tree stores. Well, guess what? Dollar Tree got those little CDs with the um, Philharmonic um, 
orchestra playing Christmas music. They have um, a CD with uh, Christmas music. Uh, someone is blowing, playing the saxophone. It's Christmas music. They have one with an inspirational choir where they're uh, singing Christmas music. And so if you if you like music and you want to find a way to just enjoy this holiday season, you want to do it a little different this year, then invest in some really good music if you don't already have it. If you have some music, listen to music so you can de-stress. You know, put the music on, some soft uh, jazz, you know, or there's some, uh, you may have some Christian piano music. You know, if you just, if you're like one of those people, like, you know, hey, I can de-stress without hearing voices. So, you know, give me some instrumental music. I know the words already to the song. I just want to hear a nice, quiet, I just want the, the instrumental, instrumental part of it. I just want to hear the instruments. I don't really want to hear anybody. So there are a number of uh, instrumental CDs out there that you can buy or you can download if you have a phone if you have an iPhone or one of those phones where you can listen to music on Pandora and all that stuff, there are, you can, there are a number of ways that you can get to do a lot of these things at no cost. But listen to some music and let that music just minister to your spirit, raise your spirits, and lift your spirits up. All right. And then the next one is um, I say separate yourself for a moment. It's called disconnect. I don't really like the word disconnect. So but you want to just come, you know, pull yourself away for a minute. No telephone, no company, you know, no people around you. Turn everything off. No, no TV, uh, no music of any kind, and you just want to relax. You just want to uh, don't get online, don't get on Facebook and all those things. You just want some peace and quiet. And you just want to relax. And for you, that type of uh, disconnect or that type of separation might be a simple might be something as simple as taking a nap. You know, take a nap. Um and or just just sit still for a few minutes or you know, sometimes you can sit still you before you know it's been forty five minutes to an hour and you've just sat there and just enjoy the moment. You know, so find a way to just do uh, turn everything off and just sit still for a minute or just to take a nice quiet nap without any interruptions. You know, if you're going to turn your phone off, and let's say you want to nap for an hour, you could always set your alarm to go off in an hour. You could turn your phone off, and then when the alarm goes off, you know, it's time to wake up for the nap, and you'll know, you know, you might be someone like me. You need little notes that say, turn phone back on, you know, to remember to put the ringer back on. So, you know, you could put a little note by you right when you take the nap. If anything that you need to do, turn phone back on. Uh, or, you know, turn uh, ringer back on house phone, turn cell phone back on, whatever, just to remind you uh, of those things that you had to actually disconnect or turn off so that you could nap without any interruption. And so when you wake, when you awake from that nap, you want to go back into your normal routine of everything. But you want to be refreshed. So you pray for God to give you a sweet sleep in that nap, not tormented by any negative thoughts, any uh, demonic dreams, no, any of that. Just God, let your, your spirit of rest be uh, upon me and let the Holy Spirit watch over me as I, as I nap and refresh and revitalize my spirit so that when I awake, I'm ready to go. Oh, so, th so that. So then um, number nine, I, I did, uh, I talked about that a little bit. It actually does say take a nap. So you want to, you know, take a nap. And then number 10 is the one that I really like. So if you get stressed out uh, for the holidays, here, once you do all of these other strategies and get your, you can get yourself really prepared for the holidays by doing those other things. The number 10 is hang out with people that are fun. You know, 
Hang out with people that are fun. If you want your holiday season to be stress-free and just be alive and exuberant and just full of joy and love, then hang out with people that are fun. But in order to do that, you will have to be a fun person. The scriptures say a man must first show himself friendly if he wants a friend. You know, so you can't want a friend and then not be friendly. So you can't want to be around fun people and then you're a drag to be around. So if you're going to hang out with fun people, you have to be a fun person. You have to you have to laugh a lot, you know, and I'm not talking about hysterical. I'm just talking about you have to have a sense of humor. You just have to have a pleasant personality. You have to be adventuresome. Maybe, you know, try a, a new um, a holiday hors d'oeuvre or dip or something. You just have to be willing to do something different to get a different response. So if in the past you've always had stressful holidays, now you need to do something different than what you did in the past so that your holidays will be full of joy and love this year. And so you want to hang out with people that are fun. You want to you want to get them together. You want to have dinner with them. You want to meet at a friend's home if they're having a social uh, a Christmas event of some kind. You know, when you're at the company um, Christmas party or uh, if you decide on that day everybody's going to bring a dish or whatever, you want to enjoy that time. You don't want to be in your cubicle or in your office while everybody else is in the break room sitting at the table eating and, you know, sharing stories and enjoying, you know, Coke and some cheese cheese dip. And you're back at your cubicle, you know, pouting because you're still thinking about three Christmases ago. And so you just got a little plate, and you know, and so you want to be all, all by yourself. And it never dawned on you if you look around, you're the only one down there by yourself. So everybody else is down in the break room enjoying themselves, and you're a loner. So automatically you stick out, you know. And so if you want something different to occur, do something different. So if you, The thing is to hang out with fun people, but in order to do that, you're going to have to be a fun person yourself so that you can do that. So don't Get don't let the stress or the thought of the holidays um, stress you out. You can uh, turn that situation around by recharging or renewing your mind, thinking differently about the holidays. Remember what I said. You want to be able to say this year there are certain things that you cannot do. You want to be able to confidently, without any embarrassment whatsoever, say this year I can't do those things. This year I can't buy that, or this year I can't go to that particular event. Um, I'll just catch it next year when it comes. Or when something else comes up, I'll be able to go to that. You know, and just be honest with yourself. Because when you're not honest with yourself, you bring more stress on yourself. So when you're trying to do things that you can't afford to do, or uh, then you're even more stressed than you uh, need to be. Proverbs chapter 3, and we know this scripture, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So it says, trust in the Lord in Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Sometimes during the holidays, we get stressed out because we lean to our own understanding. We look, our understanding of what Christmas is all about, our understanding of what the holidays are about, our understanding about gifts and uh, who we should buy gifts for, how much should we spend on that particular person. We try to go into the mind of that person, you know, and sometimes we don't have to go into the mind of that person. Sometimes people tell us how much they want their gifts to cost. And so then we get stressed out about that because you may, number one, not that you can't afford it, you may not want to spend that much money on a person's gift, you know, and they're trying to equate that well, if you love me, you will buy this for me. Cause if you if you really love me, you go ahead and buy me this four hundred dollar purse. You know, if you love me, you know, you just go ahead and buy me these expensive golf clubs. You know, and so they try to put 
they equate that with love, but it's a price tag that you can't afford. And then they try to make you feel emotionally guilty because you're not in a position to do it. And because maybe you want the relationship or you want the that acceptance from that person, then you do something that puts you in a little bit more stressful situation. You go get out a loan or you borrow money or you run up a credit card and all that kind of stuff because of what your because of your understanding about the holiday season instead of just trusting God and saying, God, I, you know, I can't do it. I've already said I can't afford to do that. So they're either going to accept that and we're going to have a great holiday season or I'm going to have to find some other people to hang out with because I can't afford a $500 handbag for nobody to, for Christmas. So, you know, you have to get to a place where you don't lean to your own understanding. If we were, you know, there are some things that we're good at when it comes to thinking, and then there are some things we just don't make good decisions about because we allow our emotions to get in the way when we're trying to uh, make those decisions. And when it comes to relationships, whether it's romantic relationships, whether it's family relationships, and even sometimes co-working, co-working uh, relationships, co-workers' relationships, uh, we don't make good decisions because we allow our emotions to get in the way. We start trying to figure out whether or not if it's, if it's a coworker, especially if it's a supervisor or somebody that's an authority over us, we have a tendency to want to try to equate buying a really nice gift to being accepted on the job and we're going to need a favor one day and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And if it's a romantic relationship, we try to equate whether or not I'm real special to him. Depends on, you know, I got to see what he's going to give me for Christmas. You didn't think about what he didn't give you all year, but you're going to think about on Christmas, well, if I really mean anything to him, he'll make an investment on Christmas. So when he doesn't make the investment, now you stressed out and mad because he didn't make the investment. You know, he shows up with um <laughs> with some uh, Victoria's Secret lotion, and you were looking for a Cartier watch, you know, or something like that. You were looking for something extremely expensive, and he's saying, well, hey, you always said you like this. You know, so sometimes we 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 stress ourselves out because of what we how we're thinking about the holidays. And when it comes to family situations, it's the same way. We have a tendency to equate um, the sincerity of the family members sometimes um, on how they act or react or respond during certain seasons of life, and the holidays is is one of those seasons, you know, and rightly so in some situations, you know. But sometimes we try to equate it their love with what they're going to do for us for the Christmas holidays. And sometimes we have to look at our family situations and say, well, you know what? I have several family members who really have struggled this year, and they really are trying to get back on their feet, trying to reestablish themselves or whatever. And I already know that they cannot go out and buy expensive gifts if they can buy gifts at all. And so you're going to have to resolve within yourself that this may be a holiday season that you have to give them some room to grow and allow their presence to be your gift. And not only their presence to be your gift, but if they really are trying to make a change in their life or trying to get back on their feet or trying to move forward, take a, go to the next level in their careers or whatever it is that they're doing, then just the, the, the fact of knowing that they're trying to do better or have made a decision to do better, let that be your gift from them for the holiday season. And that will release some of the stress off of you of wanting to see them do a certain thing for the holiday season. If they say, hey, you know, my gift is I'll come help you cook. You know, I'll come, you cook, I'll wash the dishes, or I'll clean up another area. I just don't have any money right now, but I want to be a part of this. Give me something to do. Well, give them something to do. Don't 
put the, the stress and pressure on them to do something they can't afford to do, and then you stressed out because if they do come across some a little change or some money, it's still not going to be what you wanted. So find another way to enjoy each other's presence and each other's company and to uh, enjoy just just the the love of the the family love if you if your family is is healthy enough for that then just enjoy that and even if it's not then try to to start a tradition with your family where let's do away with all the expensive gifts and let's come together and just really love on each other and start spending quality time with each other so that we could take some stress out of some tension and some stress out of our family unit and we can start flowing in the love of you know, in the family love the way that we should. So it's a number of ways that you can de-stress and not be as stressful uh, for the holiday um, season. Uh, Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7 says, be not, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, and with thanksgiving, pre- uh, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. It says, do not be anxious about anything. Don't be anxious about the holidays. Don't be anxious about gifts. Don't be anxious about what your girlfriend or boyfriend going to get you, what your husband going to buy you. Don't be anxious about what your wife's going to get you, what your children are going to get you. But it says, but in everything, by prayer, and in your translation might say, with supplication, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. God, my request is I want a stress-free holiday. I want I want our holiday season this year to be stress-free. That's my request, God. And God says that we delight ourselves in him, he'll give us the desires of our hearts. God, I want to be stress-free this holiday season. I don't want to do anything beyond my means. I want to do anything outside of my character. I don't want to do anything that I feel that uncomfortable uh, with doing, about doing. Uh, I just want to be stress-free. And so that's a scripture that you can um, uh, use in um, in your life. Uh, Psalm 94, verse 19 says, When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy, brought joy to my soul. So anxiety has a way of, or uh, stress have a, has a way of getting inside your spirit. And then what it does when it gets inside your spirit, then it causes you to become uh, to to actually go into a state of de- a state of depression, and if you're not strong enough, or if someone around you doesn't catch it, then it could actually be a severe case after a certain amount of time. If you stay in that depressed state for a period of time, then your family needs to be concerned because uh, depression kills. And if, you know, so don't allow the 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 um, the holiday season to depress you. A lot of times when people are depressed during the holiday season, or sometimes when they're depressed, it's because they've already conditioned themselves, as I said earlier. You know the holiday season is coming, so you automatically you just went into a state of depression. You know, and then in January, after the new year, that everybody get past their resolutions and all that kind of stuff, then all of a sudden you're doing better. So that means that you have the ability to do really do better. So get some help if you need it, but don't go through don't go throughout your life every December, November, December, just going into a sunken, deepened hole where you can't function in life. All right. So um, one last scripture, Mark eleven, verse twenty eight and twenty nine says, verses twenty and twenty. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in spirit, and you will find rest for your souls. Again, if you want some peace in your life, if you want to be stress-free, you're going to have to turn all that over to God and ask God to give you his rest. 
uh, and to give you uh, his peace. Because without it, you're not going to make it. You're just going to be disappointed uh, this holiday season. And I, I want to encourage you not to go through another holiday season stressed out and disappointed. You want to enjoy it. Even if you have to do a lot of shopping, you have to do a lot of cooking. And even if you're going to be buying a lot of gifts, if that's what your family normally does, you know, or let's say um, – your family's going to get together for a big dinner, whatever it is. You want to be stress-free. You want to enjoy every moment, every pot, every pot that you have to cook on the stove, every time you stir the gravy, every time you check to see if the hen is ready or if the turkey is done or, you know, if you're baking cookies, Christmas cookies with your, with your little kids. You know, you want all of that to be an enjoyable, memorable time. You want to take pictures of your, of your uh, exciting holiday season. You want to post them out on Facebook if you're on Facebook or you want to share them, bring them to work and let people see, see your pictures of your family enjoying the holiday. Find a way to be stress-free, you know, and you can condition yourself to be stress-free with the strategies um, that uh, I just gave you. And the, the closing scripture is, and we're all familiar with it, First Peter 5 and 7, casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. He cares for you. Cast all of your fears, your doubts, your worries, your concerns as it relates to the holiday season. Cast them upon God because he cares for you. He says he's going to perfect those things that concern you. He's going to take care of all of those things that concern you. Do what you can, you know, and in doing what you can, do it with a spirit of joy. Do it in a spirit of peace and do it in excitement. You know, don't let anything get you down during this holiday season. So I, I just I really love doing these shows and I hope that you've gotten something from the radio shows. This one as well as the one in the past. And as we always do before we go, if you uh have a comment uh that you would like to make, um uh please uh if you're on the phone just press the number one. And if you are in the chat room, um then you could post it and then I'll go ahead and um respond to it. So I'll give you just a minute to uh uh, either press the number one on your phone to make a comment. On if you're in the chat room, uh, I'll read your um, comment and then I'll go ahead and respond to it. Okay, all right. So we got somebody that says, you know, I won't say your name. Uh, it says I want to spend time. I want to spend Christmas at home by myself and not with family members. They feel that I am that I am. Uh, distancing myself. I just require time by myself over this holiday to recharge. What are your thoughts on this? Am I being selfish? Um, I would say this to you. Uh, the only way I would say you would be that you are being selfish is if it's an intentional, uh, a malicious thing that you're doing. You know, if you're really just trying to, to hurt them, you know, or you are doing something to attack them, then I'll say you're being selfish and you're being mean. If you're just doing something this is distancing yourself to recharge yourself and to revitalize your spirit, then what you may want to do or may want to prayerfully consider is this. See if there's any time during the holiday season that you can actually uh, spend with them. So if you want to spend Christmas at home by yourself, then maybe spend New Year's with them. Or if there's a possibility that you can go before Christmas and still make it back to your home before Christmas. You know, I don't know if you're in the same city or not, but if there's something you can do before the actual day of Christmas itself, then maybe there's something that you can do then. But just explain to them that you are um, 
you want to recharge and you just want to use this particular Christmas to just spend some time on that special day to just really be by yourself and refocus and rethink. You could always call them, even if you're at home, you can always call them that day, that morning, early that morning. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. I, I don't. I love you guys. I don't want to leave you out. I just really wish I was in a you know different place right now. This is you know going to be a little difficult for me as well. But I want you guys to please bear with me and uh, be strong for me. Be praying for me. I'll call you periodically throughout the day, you know, to let you know that I am okay, you know. But if you can, uh, maybe um, uh, I see you say I will visit before Christmas to deliver presents, catch up, and have fun family time. However, I'll give more time. Uh, however, I will. I, however, I too give more of me. I need to withdraw. Okay, I just see, just sense that they feel that I'm not thinking of them or care about them. Well, you know, that, I didn't see that before. I said that if you can go before Christmas and take those gifts and whatever, just ask them to understand where you, you know, your position this year. You know, just say, hey, please, please understand what I'm, you know, that I do need some time this year. You know, um, I'm not withdrawing. I'm not trying to be distanced from you. I'm not trying to uh, leave you out. Right now, I have to make a tough decision, and that decision is I need to take this particular day, and I have to focus on me, or I've got to really spend this day to recharge and revitalize and regroup myself. And one of the ways you might, like I said, that you might be able to reassure them is on that day, don't forget to call them. You know, call that morning, Merry Christmas, everybody, I love you, you know, and then maybe a few hours later, you may want to call, just see how everybody's doing, you know, and that kind of thing, and, you know, hopefully nobody won't say anything ugly, but, you know, just find a way to say, okay, I'm not, I need to, need to be at home, but I will call on that day, so if you're going to go before then, go before then, but on that day, and when you're there, just explain to them. They're not going to understand because, again, as I said earlier in the show, what happens is we already have a particular understanding about Christmas, like where we're going to be, what kind of gifts we're going to buy, who we're going to spend Christmas with, what you ought to do, what you should do, what you should ought to buy. So we we, we have uh, a particular understanding already about um, about Christmas. And so just kind of present it to them like that and see how it goes. But if you honestly know that that's something that you need to do for yourself on that particular day, then do it, but do it in a spirit of integrity, do it in a spirit of love, uh, uh, don't, uh, and do it in a very humble spirit. And they'll make it through. They'll make it through. And on the other side of that Christmas day, the very next day, call them again. I love you. I love you guys. Thank you so much for understanding that I needed yesterday uh, to myself or for whatever reason that you're going to tell them Um and so do that, but make that day for you, see them before, and then the very next day after, call them and thank them for understanding, even if they really didn't get the understanding. So I really appreciate appreciate you understanding or giving some thought to what I did. I really love you guys. I appreciate you for doing that. And, you know, then it'll, it'll then what happens? It just, it calms everything down. It soothes everything out. And, okay, if God speaks to you and that's a great a revelation that occurs when you're spending time with yourself on, and it's something that you can release and share with your family. And what you want to do on that, when you call the next day, you want to be able to share with them, say, you know, that one day made a big difference in my life. These are the things that I discovered about myself or that was revealed to me about me. 
and then you share a couple of those things with them. Because if it's something that they've been watching and seeing and noticing and hoping that you get and then it's revealed to you, they'll everything will calm down and they'll be just fine with um with that. So I know it's kind of hard to make those tough decisions on those um, major holidays, you know, um, to not be with family and to, you know, just be by yourself. But if you present it a certain way and, 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 and ease it in there to them, they'll understand what, uh, you know, what it is that you're doing and they'll love you even more, you know. And then next year what they're going to do, they're going to um, uh, make a joke about it. And they might say something like, um, they might say something like, do you need this year too by yourself? You know, and so then you know they still love you. So, you know, so present it like that, and um, wow, it should work out okay for you. Thank you for that. I really hope that I've been a help to you and a blessing to you. I really appreciate you listening to the show. You listen most of the time when I'm on the air, so I really appreciate you, and I really am humbled by your presence on the show. Thank you so much. So those who are listening by phone, if you have a comment that you'd like to make, we have about a few minutes, about eight minutes or so, just press the number one, and you can come on. And if not, we'll go ahead and close out in prayer. So I, but I'll give you a chance to actually press the number one if you have a comment that you would like to make. All right, then. So I'm going to say thank you so much for um, listening to the show um, on this afternoon. I'm going to go over right quickly the strategies to help you de-stress. Uh, to get uh, to be stress free, just in case you were taking notes and you missed it. Number one is uh, for that is actually to um, take deep breaths. Uh, we did that little exercise, so remember that. Breathe in, hold it for five seconds, and exhale. Do it a few times if you need to. If there's something going on, or if you're sitting around, just just clear out your inner man. Let some fresh air in there and get rid of that stuff that's weighing heavily on you. So breathe deeply. Number two was take a walk. You know, go outside and enjoy God's creation. Take a walk. And number three, get some exercise. Exercise your body. Uh, you could be sitting in front of a TV and, you know, move your arms up and down. Sitting in a chair, kick your leg out, do knee bends. Knee bends from the chair if you have to. Or if you can stand up and, you know, do squats or something while you're watching your favorite TV show. Uh, so get some exercise. Number four, sit outside. You know, we stay inside a lot sometimes. If it's a cool breeze or if it's a com- comfortable atmosphere outside, uh, sit outside. Number five, take a day off. Uh, if you need some time to regroup, take a day off. Uh, number six, read. I know a lot of my friends like to read. So if you want to have a... Uh, Christmas experience outside of your own experience. Find a very good Christmas novel and read that novel and enjoy the adventures of being able to, you know, the adventures of reading. Okay? Then number seven, listen to music. Uh, Number eight, disconnect or either separate for a season. Okay? And that's where you want to know. When I say disconnect, no phone, no computer, uh, you know, uh, don't get online uh, and all that kind of stuff. Take a, uh, you know, just relax. Don't do anything. Everything everything turned off and enjoy the, the, the peaceful quiet. Um, number nine is take a nap. Um, and then number 10 was hang out with people that are fun, that are fun. And so and I remember I said in order to do that, you have to be a fun person. And so let's close out with prayer. I want to thank you so much again. And I want you to get excited because we are going to do, I'm going to do some radio shows for singles. It's going to be um 
Single and Strong for the holiday season. And we're going to talk about how singles can make it through the holiday season. We're going to talk about how, you know, uh, some people are dating for the holidays. You know, they just want to date so they can go have somebody on their own to go to the uh, the, the holiday events with, you know. And so we're going to do a show on uh, dating for appearances, you know, some a show like that. We're going to deal with, um, you know, just being stressed out or just, you know, the self-doubt and the, uh, everything the enemy tries to make you feel when you're single uh, and you're uh, during the holiday season. So we're going to have a really, it's going to be at least three or four days straight, and we're going to have some great, great topics. So um, just stay connected. We're going to put it out there. Um, it's going to start this week. And so just keep watching your inbox or watching, uh, follow me on Facebook and Twitter. You're going to know exactly when it's going to start. And I want you to tell all your single friends to be able to tune in or call in. Um, it's going to be a great, great time. We've got some special um, uh, special guests coming on to uh, give their uh, input into this um, this uh, particular topic. Uh, and so God bless everyone. I hope you have a great day on today. Have you enjoy um, the rest of your day and have a wonderful and blessed evening. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this afternoon. We honor you. We bless you, O oh God. Father, we just thank you right now that we are stress-free. Father God, we cast our cares upon you because you care for us. And we know, as your word says, that we keep our minds staying on you. You will put us in perfect peace, a peace of mature, a matured peace, Lord God, where we're not frantic, chaotic, psychotic during the holiday season, but we are fun people, joyful people, stress-free people, and that we are loving people. We thank you that you have a will for our lives for the holiday season and that we're going to walk in the will that you have for us. So whatever you have purpose for us to do this holiday season, we stand in agreement, we put our faith in agreement that we are willing to obey what you say for us to do, Lord God. We thank you that our family members understand any um, unique situations that we're going to be in for this holiday season. I cover this sister in the blood. Father, I pray that her family will have open hearts and open ears to hear what she's saying and why she's going to do what she's doing. I thank you for everyone else on the phone that's called in by phone or that may be in the chat room, Lord God, that didn't express anything but have some concerns about this holiday season. Give them a spirit of peace, Lord God. Give them a spirit of confidence and a, let the, give them a confirming uh, word, Father God, that what you're showing them to do this holiday season is what they are, they are to do this holiday season. Father, we thank you, we honor you, and we seal this prayer in faith and in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless everybody. Have a wonderful afternoon.